from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Wednesday, the 3rd of August. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Deposed Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak appears before a court in Cairo. He's charged with ordering the killing of hundreds of demonstrators. Egypt's revolutionaries cheer the opening of the trial. They've seen the first fruit of their revolt today in front of their eyes. But some doubt that the trial is going to help Egypt recover from its turmoil. I think this claim is complete rubbish, that uh, these criminal trials of former heads of state somehow provide a healing process. These stories and more coming up. BBC News with Marion Marshall. The deposed Egyptian president, Hosni Mubarak, and his two sons have made their first court appearance in Cairo on charges of corruption and ordering the killing of hundreds of demonstrators. Mr Mubarak, who's 83 and has complained of poor health, remained on a stretcher throughout the proceedings inside a cage in the dock. He pleaded not guilty. All these accusations, I deny them all. I have not committed any such crimes. The case has been adjourned until the middle of this month. These bystanders, watching the proceedings on giant screens outside the courthouse, gave their reaction. We won't see him hanged because this is the justice. We want the justice. We deserve it. We, we paid blood for it. This is very beautiful. It's so gorgeous seeing him, you know, laying in a bed like that. And, but still, the man has the arrogance, you know, putting his hand behind his head like that. And he's acting like he's still the president. Residents of the embattled Syrian city of Hama say government troops and tanks are now occupying a central square. One man, who fled from Hama, said he'd seen piles of bodies. Jim Muir is following events from neighbouring Lebanon. Activists who posted unverifiable video on the internet said the tanks started moving into the city centre under cover of heavy shelling and machine gun fire. Residents said the tanks took over the central Asi square, where huge anti-regime protests had been held. Activists said that families trying to drive out of the city to escape were shot at by checkpoints to make them turn back. The UN has declared famine zones in three more regions of Somalia because of the rates of malnutrition and death brought on by the worst drought for 60 years. The announcement brings the number of areas of Somalia suffering from famine to five. The areas in and around the capital, Mogadishu, have become home to refugees fleeing from violence and drought. The UN says tens of thousands of people have already died. The oil giant Shell has admitted liability for two major oil spills in Nigeria's Delta region. Lawyers for the Bodo people, who live in the mangrove swamps polluted by the crude oil, say the case could cost Shell hundreds of millions of dollars. From Lagos, here's Jonah Fisher. According to the British lawyers representing the people of Bodo, for four months in 2008, a broken pipeline spewed 2,000 barrels of oil a day unchecked into the environment. A second, similar leak shortly afterwards took three months for Shell to cap. Three months after the case was lodged at the High Court in London, Shell said it had accepted liability and would pay compensation. That amount has yet to be decided. In a statement, Shell said that many of the leaks in Bodo were caused by people attempting to steal oil from the pipeline. World News from the BBC. 
U.S. officials say they've charged more than 70 Americans who were allegedly part of an online child pornography network called Dreamboard. The site was used by 600 paedophiles worldwide. The Attorney General, Eric Holder, explained what the allegations were. Utilizing sophisticated techniques in an attempt to avoid law enforcement detection, Dreamboard's members allegedly traded graphic images and videos of adults molesting young children, often violently and created a massive private library of images of child sexual abuse. The Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi has told the lower house of parliament in Rome that the country is economically solid following renewed concerns that the eurozone